Updates, 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 and a Miami Carnival recap for 2023. I'm your host, Sha, and you're tuned in to the Ting's Nice Podcast. Being here means that you're ready to learn a little bit more about the Caribbean carnival culture. Whether you're a newbie or a longtime carnival veteran, you're guaranteed to step away with new knowledge. Let's talk to Ting's. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Tang's Nights Podcast. If this is your very first time joining us, big up yourself, yes? All right, so just so there's no confusion, we have formally wrapped up season four and are currently in bonus episode territory. That means that I have been posting about anything that is on my heart. Okay, so this episode, just so you know, is being recorded on Sunday, November 12, 2023. Now, two episodes ago, we were talking about Miami Carnival 2023, what to expect. We had a special guest on the show. Shout out to Crystal from The Curve Experience. And now that Miami Carnival is over, it's been over for about a month now. Now that that has come to a close, We want to talk about what happened just a little bit. We want to get insights from people on how their experience was. So I have one voice note from Kida who didn't go to Miami, but here's what she said about the episode. Hey, lady, loved your uh, recent episodes on Antigua and Miami. Um, I am not planning to go to Miami, but it was interesting to hear about the history and how much it's changed and honestly kind of cemented my thoughts about why it's probably not a fit for me. So I appreciated it. Thank you, Kita. I am so glad you enjoyed our episode for Miami Carnival. So here's the tea on what happened for 2023. That was not meant to rhyme, but here we are. So per usual, it was a bit of a mixed bag in terms of the reviews. There were some people who had an amazing time with no complaints about vets or their costume. And then there were other people who had plenty complaints. But I think the one consistent, enjoyable experience that I saw was at Citrus. The venue looked amazing and the vibe seemed to be there from what I witnessed virtually, right? There were some delays and cancellations with other fets that had people up in arms. Um, There were a lot of costume pickup disasters. If you want to do a deep dive into some of those, definitely go ahead and watch the stuff on Follow Soka. All of the evidence is there on their page if you want to play catch up, right? Like I feel like it's always a large popcorn with movie theater butter situation when watching most of the Follow Soka posts. (laughs) So here's what Sammy Soka had to say about his Miami Carnival experience. I played with um, Pleasure's Mass and I would say that I had a great experience with Pleasures Mass. Um, They really catered to us on the road. Um, You know, they brought food and drinks around to us. Uh, On top of there being very easy service, uh, getting food and drinks from the the food and drink trucks. 
I had friends in a lot of the other bands and their experience was very lackluster. They weren't able to get food and drinks when they wanted or needed or there's just a bunch of other things going on. So I am very thankful uh, for that experience that I had with pleasure. So it was very top top of the line. I would say my only issues was uh, with the pickup times. Uh, the pickup times with um, this band were only from uh, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. And I really needed morning pickup times uh, in order to get my stuff. If it wasn't for the stars aligning uh, with some situations, it would have been rough. You know? Um, so, yeah, I would say overall, as far as the road experience, it was great. The events I went to were good as well. I did a boat ride. What I do else? Did the bungee show. We went to Momentum. There was a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of fets going on. So go over those. Um, great, great time overall. Great experience. I went with great people. Um, met great people. So yeah, definitely looking forward to it next year. Things nice. Appreciate you. Over and out. <laughs> right back at you, Sammy. Appreciate you too. Thank you so much for sharing. So before we continue, I want to give a big shout out to Bentley, aka GJJ Rothstein for being a my Ting's Nice correspondent on the ground for Miami Carnival 2023. I appreciate your commitment to the cause, brethren. So if you watched my stories, you would have seen footage from Carnival Day and some feds, all courtesy of Bentley, who took the footage for me. So, so, so appreciative, especially because I couldn't be there. Okay. So thank you. All right. So Overall, I don't think that there were very many surprises when it came to this Miami Carnival feedback. One person DM'd me and said that they walked away from this year's experience realizing that investing in a costume for Miami Carnival is not something they're interested in continuing moving forward they would rather use those funds to travel to other carnivals abroad. And y'all already know how much I fully support that decision. Other folks had an amazing time and will always return. And I'm not going to lie, like if I lived in Florida, attending Miami Carnival festivities would be a no brainer, right? I mean, I'm still on the hypothetical fence as to whether I would play mass though. Like I'm like, would I, I'm kind of leaning towards like a FET only situation. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of people in my DMs, people that were not happy with costume collection, but had a great time at the Fed. So that's kind of my thing. Like I go to Miami for the camaraderie just to see my people. And the good news is that 2024 is looking real promising for me to attend, especially since I now have more motivation to go since I have loved ones that are migrating to the area, right? Like I'm always down for a quality link up. And once I know that my people are there and I can visit them, it's on lock. Okay, so let's talk about the amazing experience I had last night in New York attending the Caribbean Tradition event held by Best Dressed Plate. 
And tradition in this instance is spelled T-R-A dish as in dish plate, right? O-N. Here's how it started. So a few months back, I got a special invitation from Nika, the woman behind the Best Dress Plate brand. And unfortunately, I couldn't attend the event and I was heartbroken, okay? Then a few weeks ago, I got another invitation and this time your girl was free and there was no way I was missing it again. Nika and I go back many, many, many years. I used to work at the school that her son used to attend. Nika has Trini, Bayesian, and Jamaican roots. And as you know, I have roots in Turks and Caicos and Tortola in the British Virgin Islands. So we instantly bonded over our Caribbean girl connection and we stayed in touch even after I left the school. So I've been watching her do her thing all of these years and finally had the opportunity to witness her greatness in action last night. Now, funny enough, as we were recapping the event this morning through my Instagram stories, this woman tells me that my kicking pineapple chicken recipe that I posted was the first recipe that she posted when she started the best dress plate. I was like, get, get out of here. No, it wasn't. You lie. You lie. I had no idea. So what an honor. And and now look how things go. Just so. Look how it grow. So just a little background. That recipe I posted, like it had to be nearly 10 years ago. And would you believe me if I said that I have not made that chicken since? It was the first and the last time. And like I told her, I was like, I was so afraid of it not coming out the same way ever again. It was just one of those episodes that I just tapped into the ancestors and threw it together. Like I had to remember after I finished cooking it because it tasted so good. I was just like, okay, what did I do? What did I put in there? And anyway, it was, it was so good. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it again. Um, and we'll see how it comes out. So, but I digress and let us go back to talking about last night's event. So the goal of Caribbean tradition is to create an atmosphere showcasing the diverse flavors and stories that have shaped Caribbean cuisine. So last night's event was the seventh installment of the series and it was themed 1027. So allow me to read a few excerpts from the invitation so you can get a proper idea of what I got to experience, okay? <clears throat> the significance of 1027 is dedicated to commemorating the Windrush generation of the 1,027 immigrants whose arrival in the UK after World War II marked a pivotal moment in history. These Caribbean immigrants played a significant role in building the foundations of a new multicultural Britain. Hailing from the UK, the featured chef for the evening was Chef Liam, a self-trained chef who has crafted a culinary identity with the art of blending influences from Trinidad and Tobago, Barbados, Puerto Rico, and the Colombian coast with a culinary concept rooted in cooking Caribbean delicacies over open flames. Chef Liam has carved his niche in London, Stockholm, and New York. All right. 
So the location of this event was actually kept a secret. And those who RSVP'd didn't find out until about a week before, which I thought was actually kind of cool. So the event was to be held at the Hotel Indigo in Williamsburg, Brooklyn area. And we were to be among the first people to actually experience this newly opened venue. How exciting was that? Yes. Okay. So yeah, it was a journey coming from Connecticut. I left home at 3 p.m. so that I could get to the event at the start time of 6 o'clock p.m. Added in buffer time and everything. Tell me why I didn't reach until 6.30. And you know I was hot because your girl does not like to be late for anything. I'm sure half those fender benders and slowdowns were due to the fact that people were being impatient and distracted. New York never fails to remind me why I chose to leave it behind. Anyway, so there I was at 6.30 waiting in line to park in the deck. But I ended up getting stuck there for a good 30 minutes because there was only one man checking people in and parking the cars. Not to mention, there was a whole moment where we all had to back up and let two cars out of the lot. Mind you, I had like four people in back of me, three people in front of me, and we all had to do the whole backup situation. I was just like, this is is bacchanal. So by seven o'clock, I think it was 7.02, when I finally stepped out of my car and made my way to Hotel Indigo, which thankfully was only a few steps away. Now, if it's one thing I love, it's a well put together event. When I saw the play settings that outlined the five courses, I was in love. The titles for each course were well put together And just so you get a little gist, here is what they were called. Course one, the journey. Course two, the revolution. Course three, the brought up sea. Course four, the progress. And course five, the sweet success. And each course was actually introduced by one of the guests, which provided an opportunity for us to get an idea of like just who was in the room, right? So big up to table two. Nika did a fabulous job on the seating arrangements. We had a rainbow of cultures at our table. So there were like two Jamaicans, one Belizean, a Trini, a Lucian, and me. It was definitely a good time. I walked away being very thankful for my seatmates. um, And I walked away learning a lot. And I think it's safe to say that We all walked away feeling that the time was valuable and well spent. Based on the conversations that we were having at the table, I am certainly now very prepared to binge watch a number of Caribbean films over the holiday break. So if you aren't already familiar and need something to watch, here were the recommendations that floated around our table last night. Of course, up first, we have the book Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson, which is now a Netflix series. So I actually started listening to the audiobook earlier this year, but I stopped because it seemed like one of those books that you just need to have a hard copy of. So I'm waiting on the physical book to enjoy while Baby Tings is in Turks for the holidays. And I'm not going to watch the Netflix show until I finish the book. 
Then we have Desmond's, which is a British TV show about a Guyanese family. It's a throwback show with six seasons, and that can be found on Prime Video. Up next is Top Boy, which is another British television show. It's actually a crime drama currently in its fifth season, and that one can be found on Netflix. Then we have Small Axe, spelled A-X-E, and this series is a short film series that highlights the lives of Caribbean immigrants in London from 1960s to the 80s. And it was created by Steve McQueen, and that one can be found on Prime Video. Then we have Harlem. Now, Harlem is an American TV comedy series about four close friends. And we, the Caribbean people, love Harlem because of Quinn's character, which is played by Grace Byers, who has Caribbean roots in real life. And those roots surface on the show. And we, the Caribbean people, however, do not stand by Whitney's, I mean, Jasmine Guy's dreadful Caribbean accent. She plays uh, Quinn's mother and Lord help her, please. I beg, please help Jasmine do better this coming season because we just, we can't, we can't. And then lastly, we have Boxing Day. Now, Boxing Day is my new holiday favorite. I discovered it last year and have deemed it a staple, a must watch each and every year. It's um, a British rom-com, romantic comedy. And let me tell you, the creators went deep, deep down in their Caribbean culture bag when they made this flick. The way I felt seen from start to finish, like just go watch it. And especially if you haven't already, I haven't heard any Caribbean person complain about it yet. So just just watch it. You should um, be able to find it on Prime Video. Okay, so we are just about at the end of our episode, but I can't let you leave without telling you what's been going on on the creative side. So number one, you need to be following me on TikTok because I have been in my TikTok bag trying to post every single day just because, I don't know, for some reason, like it's it's my new space. Instagram isn't really doing it for me. I'm still gonna post on Instagram, of course, like we just can't not post, but I'm really spending time trying to curate my TikTok page. So go over there, but especially go over there if you want to get the details on how to make a wire bra. That's the series that I'm about to do. Literally very detailed. It will basically be a TikTok class. It just broken up. Okay. So get ready for that. Additionally, Then we have the products, right? So I have created um, some holiday cards. I have created some uh, planner stickers, more specifically planner stickers for Trinidad Carnival, Crop Over, and Carnival in Jamaica. So if you are interested in the cards or the stickers, you should head on over to tingsnice.com forward slash shop and put in your pre-orders. And the pre-orders basically just let me know how to prepare, how much I need, et cetera, et cetera. So I love pre-orders and I hope that you do too. And those will be mailed out on or before the 2nd of December. Then... What I'm also releasing this coming week is 
the latest and greatest version of the digital carnival planner, which I am calling the ultimate digital carnival planner. This planner is by far way better than the first one, which was just kind of like me test driving the, you know, digital product, you know, territory. But this product, you are going to be able to plan out five trips in one document. And each trip has a plethora of pages. So you got your notes, you got your accommodations. There are even pages for, um, costumes. So like, uh, actual pretty mass and then Monday wear. There are several pages for fets. Of course you have your packing list. Like there's just, there's things like I created it with myself in mind and the things that I need when I'm planning my trip. So I'm hoping that you will find it useful too. So look out for the launch of the ultimate digital carnival planner. I spent a lot of time on that thing, y'all. So please Please, please, I look forward to the support and I thank you, all of you who purchased the first version and gave feedback so that I can make this one even better. So that's what's happening in the Ting's Nights creative land and I look forward to um, interacting with you. If you appreciated the um, voice notes from Kita and Sammy. Like you can submit your own. You can let me know your feedback, right? So give me feedback on this episode. I sometimes will have prompts up on my page. So you can go to uh, podinbox.com forward slash tings nice. And that's where you can leave me a message and I can play it back on the next upcoming episodes. So that's how that works. Uh, Shout out to everyone who participated in that. And I look forward to the next bonus episode or season five, whatever one comes first, right? These are kind of just go with the flow episodes and yeah. All right. So that's where we are. We're going to stop there. Um, And I hope you had a good time listening. I hope you learned a lot. Um, And thank you. Until next time, later.